Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello everyone, welcome to What Culture Gaming. My name's Rich and I'm joined today by the man who puts ew in news... Josh Brown. You weren't oh, expecting that, I was not you? expecting that. Hello, Rich. I thought that on the way into the studio. Do you like that? You little... T- Sod you. Yeah, we got some cool stuff to talk about today. First things first, Avengers. Square Enix's Avengers. We saw the first trailer for this at E3 2019. Well, actually, not the first. The first proper trailer at E3 2019. The reception was pretty lukewarm, mm. to say the least. Very yeah. quickly, what were your thoughts on it? Um, Again. I really enjoyed sort of like the way it looked. I thought visually it was stunning. Didn't like the look of the characters. Think it, yeah, some of the animations looked a bit wonky. Mm. Potential there wasn't the blowout I expected like Spider-Man was. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty much the same on that front. But San Diego Comic-Con is coming up. There's a lot of really cool stuffing, stuff happening there. I forgot the stuffing happening. It's kind of stuffing. <laughs> stuffing happening at San Diego Comic-Con including uh, Square Enix doing a panel with the uh, create with the Crystal Dynamics creative director, Sean Iskay. That's his research's yes. name, because it's a very interesting surname. Uh, and the cast of the game, and they're going to show off the first gameplay of Avengers, because we saw bits in that trailer in E3 that were kind of gameplay, yeah. but not really, we couldn't really tell what exactly would have been and what wasn't. Well, that was like kind of the frustrating thing, because obviously this game is coming out in the first half of next year, so yeah. you would assume they have like big gameplay chunks to show, and they teased it, like you said, in the E3 trailer, we got caught like brief two-second snippets of the Hulk smashing things and Black Widow running, yeah. and those were the best parts, I thought. I thought the action, even though we only very briefly glimpsed it, looked very kinetic, looked very weighty, looked very interesting, so I think a big gameplay blowout will hopefully go a long get way in because yeah, yeah, a lot of us are still very much middling about whether this is going to be any good. Yes. Um, and this gameplay reveal will be the exact thing Square needs to get people back on the hype train for this game. Because after that first teaser back, what was it, two years ago? So yeah, like, 2017. Been on the hype train since then. And this first trailer came out and everyone sort of went, ah, okay, just sort of got off again. Um, but the only thing about this is it has not been confirmed as to whether this gameplay reveal will be public. Oh, be don't so do this either, to me, Rich. Then there's been no reports of them doing a stream for the panel. And as far as we know, we don't know whether it's going to remain behind closed doors. So that we'll have to wait and see. Someone's going to film. It. Someone's got to. Someone's film going it. to film it. I think. I think we, a... we don't know. I, mean, I think it's been hyped enough to 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 have Square release it, but. I think we they need to reveal the gameplay to the rest of the public. Like you said, although you know people are cautiously optimistic for it, I think you need a big push, a big drive. I know the game's not coming out until next year, but I think you know like a marketing campaign for the second half of this year. 
boosting into like next yeah. year properly with like a full story reveal would be a good way to go about doing things. But that's not the only thing at SDCC, is it, Rich? No. Because there are some secret surprises, apparently. This panel is being hosted by um, Greg Miller. And a, a few weeks ago, he teased that, although these three games, I think it's uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, yep. um, Avengers, and one other, will be joined by some secrets and surprises. Ooh. And I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping here for a... Uh, for Spider-Man 2. I think that's a bit ridiculous to I expect think that so might be a bit soon. too soon, yeah. But, Rich, if Spider-Man swings into Avengers, like Ooh. you and keep saying, that will just, um, kill me dead. Just give me Yuri back. I just want more Yuri. It's, he's so good as Spider-Man. Now, see, we know that the MCU Phase 4 will be there as well, so there could even be something tying into that. I don't know I don't know what order it's in, whether it's this square panel first and then the, the Feige panel. Exactly, because, I mean, that's uh, going to be huge. We will, we'll have to wait and see. I think it's going to be a huge um, deal for Marvel all around the board. No matter what you're interested in, video games, movies, TV, I think it, they're going to dominate SDCC, as they often do. So that's going to be on the 18th of July, so only about, what, like, just shy of a week away? Yeah, so, Rich, I have no um, clear segue into my next topic, but I have some Man of Medan news, okay. my friend. Because although um, that was announced a few months ago, late last year, the new um, story-driven horror anthology from the guys who created Until Dawn, mm -hmm. it is going to have a twist on that formula by having a co-op mode that you can play with friends online. It has actually three different modes. You can play the game um, in single player. You can play it online co-op um, as with someone else uh, of the internet and you both um, take turns making choices and playing as characters. Or there is a third movie night mode where Ooh. you can get a bunch of friends around one um, TV and one PlayStation and essentially you all pick a character and then you take turns passing the controller around. Interesting. Which is a cool concept, I think. I haven't played Until Dawn and I thought that was what Until Dawn was. Yes. But you could pass the thing around Around, but that that's fantastic. I, a game like yeah. that just w warrants that kind of thing. And coming over for a movie night like this, because they tried it before anyway. They did they did a couple of playing games, didn't they? Yes, they did. Uh, Hidden Agenda, which was yes. kind of a play on the co-op thing where your choices um, again impacted the entire story, but you couldn't you didn't have like total control. It's it, that mm, that was kind of successful. It yeah. had it was a good experiment, but I like that they've done that now so they can, you know, refine those ideas into a proper game like Man of Medan. But they weren't made, that wasn't made by the Until Dawn people, was it? It was. Actually. It was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's their trial run, and now they're bringing Until Dawn's, like, horror style back and putting on the multiplayer in. That is fantastic news. I know there's quite a few people here, including Ash, who's very excited. Well, this is it. I mean, surely this means we've got to stream it. At oh, some yeah. point when it comes we'll out, just, we've got we'll to take just turns. Just do a film night at somebody's, and well, we'll just sit and play it. This stresses me out because obviously in games, in games like this, all your choices matter. Mm -hmm. But I take some glee in kind of being a godlike puppeteering figure, <laughs> like <laughs> making these characters do exactly what I want them to. I can't have that same power if I'm giving the decisions over to you, Rich. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like True. That's, that might screw me up. I don't know if I but trust you enough. Be fun for you. Oh yes, it would. Oh. oh yes, it would. That's exciting news. It's so, out August thirtieth, by the way. August thirtieth. So, really soon. God, a lot of good stuff coming out this year. Yeah. Speaking of stuff coming this year, look at that segue. Great segue. Hey, Call of Duty Modern Warfare had a big reveal yesterday. Uh, we've done a lot of content on the campaign mode. We did a very good podcast with you, and oh, yeah, we should go and check that out. I'm going to put a where, do, where does the, where does the symbol go? Somewhere on the top corners. I'm going to I'm going to link the podcast if I remember. Go and listen to that. Um, but we've had some first information about the multiplayer of Modern Warfare. Call of Duty is very much a multiplayer game now, hence why the campaign was removed from Black Ops 4 <laughs> entirely. But there was a mode revealed yesterday. I think it was in last. Vegas, because I think I, I was uh, keeping up with a uh, syndicate. My boy Tom okay. was uh, was there, and they showed off a new mode called Gunfight, which might be a part of me thinks it might be a remnant of the Black Ops 4 campaign that was scrapped because it is a two v two like quick fire multiplayer game mode that Infinity Ward have likened to Street Fighter, the that Call was... of Duty approach to or the Call of Duty Street Fighter mode. 
which is weird. But basically, uh, two teams of two, you've got one life each, you spawn into a small map with a lot of varied, like, varied uh, walkways, sight lines, etc, etc. You have the same loadout, it's all random, and it's just like quick fire, like search and destroy with no bombs and you just kill each other quickly. I kind of love it. 40 seconds. I love that. 40 seconds in my game mode. It feels like it's going to take the um, sort of, you know, intensity of a Rainbow Six Siege firefight, yet put yes. it in like a really fast paced environment that doesn't sort of kick you out of the action. Mm -hmm. you, you know, you're constantly in it, like the rounds are short, your lives are short, but the, the you know, you, there's no time wasted essentially. For me, in the past, Call of Duty has never really done these modes in a way that I've been invested in. Like Search and Destroy yeah. obviously is very, very popular and people love that mode. But for me, when I've been playing stuff like that, I just get reminded of better, more tactical tactical games I could yeah. be playing instead. That's which why I, I hope pretty much this... just play TD when I play COD multiplayer. I just play same. TD or Domination because the other modes, they're, they're good, but they don't work in the same way. But this, as you said, it's this perfect hybrid of like, um, really tactical because like watching them play it uh, in Vegas, I think, um, it's it's really fast paced, but there is that there is that essence of oh, you know, communication is key in this game mode because it's so quick. Yeah, but it's also you've got to be so on top of it all. It looks really fun. Well, it looks really there's fun. Some cool additions, even the ability to sort of peek around corners now that yeah. wasn't included in the other games. Mm -hmm. Even like little additions like that, which you know you could say that they ripped that off something like Siege, but I'm not going to say that here. <laughs> it's just an interesting way to keep it more tactical and to keep uh, yeah. the Call of Duty formula kind of fresh and when I really really do love the idea that you just spawn with a random loadout that you. All have like you're all yeah. in the, the same there's, there's no waiting field. to level to get the better weapons to do that. Yes. Like that's it feels like that's my kind of game mode because normally my time with multiplayer is so short burst. This mode is perfect for that, and that's exciting. Another thing I did take from watching all this gameplay footage is a lot of it feels very like animation-wise, recoil-wise, it feels very smoothed and fluid. Whereas I'm personally, I like shooters being really like mechanically. Not boring, but they're like robotic almost. Okay. With like how the weapons fire and stuff. Comparing like Call of Duty as we know it to like Battlefield, where it feels. I don't want to say. Not sloppy in terms of like it plays badly, but just like the animation. Certainly heavier. It feels, yeah, sloppier and weightier. They've brought that in with Modern Warfare, and that's. I need to play it, Yes, but that's one of the reasons why I never got into Battlefield, because I didn't like how the guns felt. Interesting. And that's how it looks like Modern Warfare is going. This is just obviously early gameplay. Well, this... But we'll have to wait and see how that pans sort out. Sort of seems to be like Infinity Ward's entire ethos and approach to the new Modern Warfare, because they keep saying that they want to make it more realistic, mm -hmm. and they want their, the, the guns to feel weighted, they want the violence to be more impactful. And I think they've overhauled the um, engine, they've, they've got yep. the new engine for the first time in, in a lot of years, which is focused on making the gunplay more quote-unquote realistic like yeah. a battlefield but again like you said is that really what Call of Duty needs? Call of yeah. Duty has its distinct style those mechanics are buttery smooth and some of the best in the industry to shoot things in that game is so satisfying yeah. but then I think at the same time those great mechanics are also what keeps it from being so tactical and making exactly, those yeah. slower so pace. This is a bit of a, game a, a work. you know, this is a potential risk for them, but it it might pay off by the looks of it. They're really taking it very, very seriously. Um, they've shown off three maps for this mode so far. There was one that we saw in the footage I was watching called King, which is in like a big warehouse, like kind of like the um, the training level in Modern Warfare One. I it really kind of looks like that, all just like wood yeah. panels and stuff like that. Yeah. There's one in the jungle which is called Pine, just a, like a dense forest, and the other one is called Stack, and it's kind containers in a desert so basically I'm thinking shipment meets rust brilliant, brilliant. and it's like okay that's me sold yeah that's me absolutely sold so they're yeah they're showing a full multiplayer reveal on August the 1st and the game releases on October the 25th but this tiny little smidgen is making me think okay okay I'm mainly gonna get Modern Warfare to play the campaign yes I'm not gonna lie but 
think a mode like that is definitely up my street. Well, I think across the board, they seem to be changing it up enough to make us, like, just get invested again. I feel like after Black Ops 4 was, you know, pretty good at trying to do some new things, it yeah. obviously included uh, Blackout. I feel like Infinity Ward need to come out the gate swinging. They've had a couple of disappointments. They didn't go. Yeah, they've they did. like, three pre-mech games. Exactly. So. Three pre yeah, yeah, but this one seems like a total overhaul, and this is a good sort of start to the multiplayer mode as a whole. Yeah. Again, got no segue, Rich, but uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy Remake is obviously coming next year. Finally, it has a release date for the very first episode, and despite what you may have heard rumors over the past couple of days, it is very much still a PlayStation exclusive because there was a mistake by, I think, let me double check, the German Xbox Facebook account okay. who posted that, um, yes, um, Final Fantasy VII, the remake, is indeed coming 2022 Xbox. That's not the case. Square Enix have come out and <laughs> confirmed that, uh, no, we are not looking at any other platforms, at least for now, and that the game is only coming to PlayStation 4. But it does raise the question, because this is an episodic release, will it just be exclusive to the PS4 until, essentially, a complete version gen. comes out? And then, then you, oh, already a gen! And then, and then it can cross pollinate its Potentially. I, I didn't realise it was still being episodic. I thought when they showed the release date, they just went, okay, here's the whole game. And sadly not. Sadly episodic. not. Okay. I think it's, so, it might only be two parts now, but it's definitely oh, still fair, a couple uh, of parts that's long. That's fair enough. I mean, you know, there are people out there who are happy when games are released episodically because it takes, it shows they're taking more time to make sure everything yeah. works properly. Kind of like how they did with the Hitman games. Obviously, they turned out to be really good with the Hitman, the IO Hitman reboot. Well, the approach that they're seemingly taking is that each episode, we'll just call them for, you know, the sake of it, um, will be as long as sort of like a main game will have enough content to, to tide you over, to tide you over essentially. Essentially, they're going to be yeah. individual games because Final Fantasy VII, the original game, had so much content packed into it that transferring that to, you know, the, the modern day and updating it and adding new it's stuff in... It's still going to be just as big. It's still going to be just as big and potentially yeah. justify, uh, you know, multiple releases, but I, I don't know. They, they are not ruling out other platforms, I guess, um, in the future. Mm. In Square Enix's track records, to me, indicates that this will come to other consoles. I mean, Rise of the Tomb Raider did, all their other um, sort of timed exclusives I was, I was about to say things like uh, something like Nier Automata, which was PS4 yep. and PC originally, and then yep. they did the Game of the Year edition, or Game of the Your, 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 your Heart, your heart edition. edition, and then they released that on Xbox as well. Maybe that's what they'll do, but as I said, it could be just they have the episodics. I'm assuming like they'll have the, if it's two episodes, first two episodes on PS4, and then when the next gen comes out next uh, winter, yeah. they'll just go, okay, here's the port of it to PS5, or the complete <laughs> edition of PS5, and here it is on Xbox. I'm so excited for them to try to sell me Final Fantasy VII Remake, Definitive edition. Buy it again. Another sixty pounds. Okay, I will. Okay, I will square. You know, I've, I've bought. But if it's back to PS4, you don't need to. Hey. But will you? Did you buy the Yoha edition of Nier Automata? Yeah. He <laughs> 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 did those big pants for two years. <laughs> Honestly, goodness me. So yeah, you have to let us know down in the comments if you're excited for Final Fantasy VII remake, and if you are a bit annoyed that it was coming to Xbox for that split second, and it's just been snapped away from you again. Let us know what you think about Man of Medan, the Call of Duty Modern Warfare multiplayer mode gun fight. Go and have a look at that. It looks really good. And of course, are you excited for a potential Avengers reveal at San Diego Comic-Con? Let us know down in the comments section below. Don't forget to subscribe to What Would You Gaming if you haven't already for more news like this and lists and chatty faces today at 1pm. Look at that plug. Unless okay. it's probably past 1pm by now. You're such a good professional. I think it might be. Chatty's just gone. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed Chatty, everyone. <laughs> I've been Rich. I've been Josh. Thank you very much for watching and we will see you next week. Next week on The Seal Monday. Bye! Bye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.